like to welcome you to this week's Impact Wrestling Media Teleconference. This is Ross Foreman. Before we welcome Santana and Ortiz from LAX, just a reminder that this Impact Media Teleconference live stream is presented by Pluto TV. Watch over 100 channels of movies, news, sports, and more completely free on any streaming device. Download the app. Pluto TV is free TV. And with that, uh, let me open up the lines, and we're going to welcome in Santana and Ortiz, LAX. Welcome to the media teleconference. Yo, 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 what's up, what's up? What's up, world? Well, guys, how's it going for you? Coming off of uh, Slammiversary and a, a couple days of tapings up in Toronto. Uh, talk to us about uh, what went down with you guys up there. Well, I mean, it was it was a hell of an experience. Like, Slammiversary, just the energy, the crowd, uh, the atmosphere, it was it was amazing. It was it, it, it makes it's what we strive for as performers, and being able to put it in front of a crowd like that was surreal. Yeah, man, and 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 not only that, but everyone, I feel like everyone came to work, and everyone was uh, had had the mentality of, all right, we're all coming to work, and we're all coming to put on the best show that we can put on, and and I mean, Slammiversary, I feel like was was uh, Impact Wrestling's coming out as far as like this is us this is something brand new it's fresh and here you are let's 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 give it to you you know what i mean so um it was definitely a a, a dope experience and every match you know was was top of the line and uh even at the taping just everything you know the the entire few days it was just a great experience and everyone was uh ready willing and able to to come to work and and put out their best so yeah well, guys, before we open up to media questions, uh, let's just cut right to it. You and uh, the OGs, certainly there is no love loss there. Talk about that. And then, of course, we're back in Toronto, Rebel Entertainment Complex, August 12 and 13. I'm sure there will be uh, uh, some more bitter, bitter feelings with the four of you guys. Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, uh, like you said, there's no love loss. And, and us and the OGs, we we have a pretty lengthy history and and you know coming from the same territory and and them you know mentoring us coming up and and stuff like that. I mean, you know these matches that we're having and and this whole story is something that stems way back. And uh, you know it isn't the first time that we've taken each other to the limit and we're just going to continue doing so. Uh, yeah, and and we wrestled uh, the OGs back on the indie circuit. And how fitting is it to now have this rivalry with them later on before uh, us joining LAX was even a, a thought in anyone's <laughs> mind. And fast forward two or three years later, and now we're feuding with them on one of the biggest stages that you can. And it's it's awesome. And, uh, I mean, I, it, there's definitely uh, hard feelings, and there's a lot of emotion behind it. And, uh, yeah, it's just awesome. It just makes awesome TV, awesome, awesome wrestling. Alrighty, guys. Well, with that, we will open up for media questions. Media, we ask, as always, uh, if you want to get in queue, star six, please identify yourself and your media outlet, and please limit it to one question and one question alone for Santana and Ortiz. And if you have it specific for one of the two of them, uh, please identify who it's to, otherwise we'll assume it's a general question. Q&A session has started. To ask your question, please press Star six.
Hey guys, Morgan Richards here from Radio Carlos. How's it going? Hey, how's it going, man? Good. Uh, so I want to ask you guys, of course, at Sam's anniversary, we saw you defeat the OGs, the original LAX, Homicide and Hernandez, in a grudging street fight. Even though this is really a bit of rivalry, a lot of people saw this as a kind of passing as a torch moment. Do you think that match really established yourselves as fighting tag team champions now and that new generation of LAX? Uh, 100%. It was definitely one of those things where it was uh, passing of the torch. And, and um, you know, uh, of course, they knew that we were hard workers and, you know, we take our craft serious and, and everything that we do. But um, this was, uh, for us for, for us to prove to them physically, um, you know, what we're capable of and, and you know, and, and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean... It's just uh, they know they know that we're we're, we're the ones to take uh, the range with LAX and just that that moniker. But uh, just being able to prove it with prove it to them in the ring, it, it definitely uh, it, it definitely was a uh, uh, something to cement in their in their minds that uh, we're ready to take this and and take it to another level. We're gonna take what they did and and try to elevate it to a whole another level and take it internationally and and just blow it up. And we and I feel like we you know we have been we've been on the, the the right course of of doing so. I mean you know this this LAX thing is is something much bigger to us is something much bigger than just wrestling and and you know and what we're doing. It's 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 empowerment. It's Latino empowerment and and it's empowerment for our people. So. You know, just like like Ortiz said, just elevating it to the to the to the max. Very interesting, guys. Thanks, Good evening, both. This is Adam from uh, the Impact Lounge and V2 Wrestling. Uh, first of all, uh, love the stuff that you're doing at the moment, and some of the feuds you've been in uh, over the last year have been fantastic. But my question is: is going forward, you obviously got the young bucks. But are you going to be making it to the UK for uh, the Wrestle Media Con? And, and who do you want to face on the UK scene? Well, we're we're definitely excited to be heading over to the UK. Um, it's going to be our first time going over to the UK. And, and for the past uh, couple of years, the UK has been a boom in pro wrestling. And there's so many talented guys out there and... and um, yeah, just just seeing and witnessing the come up of everyone and and the the unlimited talent that's over there. Um, you know, honestly, there's no one specifically. At, at least me personally, I feel like we're ready, willing, and able to to get in there with anyone and and uh, throw down. You know what I mean? Because we know everyone is ready to to go. Yeah, honestly, we just want to wrestle everyone. As cliche as it sounds, we just want to wrestle everyone we could possibly wrestle. Because every time we step in there with a uh, different talent from a different background, we get better as performers. And just anybody you got thrown at us, uh, like uh, Santana was saying, the UK has been a goal of ours since we set out in wrestling. Uh, and to, to finally be able to do it in, and to be doing it for Impact and uh, being representatives of Impact over there, I mean, what more can we ask for? More Fantastic. Hi, this is Ian Carey from SEScoops.com. This is just for both of you. 
when the original LAX stable uh, first formed and got going, you guys were both teenagers. Uh, I'm wondering if the original cable was uh, something you guys uh, enjoyed watching when you were uh, coming up and uh, if that kind of plays into um, your satisfaction with the angle now. A hundred percent. We, uh, you know, we like we were uh, we were saying it when we were doing the interviews for Impact. Uh, LEX has been something that we we watched since when we were kids. You know what I mean? And and the fact that there was two Latinos out there, um, not like playing a gimmick, but being them and being proud of who they are and what they represent, and uh, putting their 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 everything into what they were doing was something that we admired and respected even as as teens. And and to see how everything played out and to see where we are now and, and the whole feud and everything. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty surreal. It's a pretty uh, cool thing. Um, I never would have thought when I was, you know, 14, 15 years old that when I was watching them on TV, I never would have thought, hey, I'm going to be at uh, Slammiversary 16 uh, wrestling the original LAX and putting on one of the best matches in, in Impact history. So it was definitely a, a cool experience. I, lo- I love how highly he thinks of, of us. It's so great. <laughs> but... Uh, I, as I said, I love how highly you think is the best match. Yeah, I love the confidence. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, just to go off of what Santana was saying, like, uh, just growing up in the game, like, watching indie wrestling, uh, my background is different from Santana's as far as being a wrestling fan. So when I got into wrestling, it was like that early 2000s boom. And Homicide was definitely one of those dudes that was just killing it on the indies, doing early Ring of Honor up until him getting signed to TNA Impact and just just watching his growth as a performer and just like uh, just watching that and just like oh man this is this is a dude where we came from and he's killing it and he's having these insane matches with these people and then putting it together with Hernandez and Hernandez is just a truck and I, I know it firsthand he he just he's like a big gorilla man he just hits you and it's like oh and it, it, it's just awesome and then with the mouthpiece of Conan and it's just it, it was pure magic, and just watching that and then being a part of it is, yeah. But uh, to go back to your question, honestly, I never thought I, I would be a part of it, uh, uh, LAX, in any way until the opportunity arrives. And now uh, we can't ask for a better position, and we just are carrying the ball, and we're going to take it to the moon. Great, great. Well, thanks so much, guys. Thank Cheers. you. Guys, we'll follow that up with a question that uh, came in from Scott Sims, who would like to know, when so many, quote-unquote, new incarnations of tag teams have failed, why do you think LAX has been so successful? Uh, I would say because it's us. It's who we are as a person. We're not being put in a position uh, to play a role, to play a character uh, that we cannot relate to. It's it's who we are, more so Santana than I. Yeah, I mean, I uh, you know, as far as the whole LAX um, persona and all that stuff, you know, it's it's pretty much an extension of who I was growing up and and what I've had to go through and experience. And um, um, yeah, it wasn't a cakewalk growing up, and you know, I've had a lot of experiences where where things could have gone really bad for me, and and thankfully I uh, I, I made the right choices, and here I am today. But um. But yeah, like like what she was saying, this isn't a gimmick. This isn't something that 
we uh, we were put in to play a role or anything. And and what more can you ask for? Two authentic dudes coming in and taking the reins for something, and uh, you know taking it to the moon and and being legit and being authentic with it. Like there's nothing fake about Ortiz and I and what we do and and how we came up and and all that. So yeah. And luckily we we were ready to 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 swim when we were thrown into the deep end. Uh, we had the experience on the Indies as a tag team. We really, we, we strive for it. Like, I just just trying to get booked as a tag team on the Indies can be so hard because you got to pay for two flights. You got to pay two separate fees. So I just, that grind and driving 12 hours and whatever, and, and it all built up. So when we finally got the call, we were ready to go. And it just worked out. And like timing was everything. It was it was maybe uh, 80% preparation, uh, like 50% preparation, being able to do it, and 50% luck. Hey, guys. This is Paul Voron from Two-Faced Wrestling Talk. Uh, you kind of touched on it at the beginning of the teleconference, but I want to get your thoughts on uh, just how much pride you guys take in being such a large part of a pay-per-view that was so critically acclaimed. Uh, it was, it was definitely, yeah, man, like, um, you know, everything that we put together as far as this, um, this feud and, and everything, it's, it's, it's been something great. And the fact that, uh, that all of us have put in, you know, our everything into making this work and pretty much putting out a ghetto soap opera is what we like to call it. And, um, and yeah, and, and thankfully Impact has had the confidence in us to, to put, this together and, and make it legit and make it something huge and um you know they put us in that position and uh we delivered and we've been delivering so yeah i i couldn't say it better myself hey uh this is Riju from sportskira in india how are you guys doing hey how are you good man tired as uh, always so let's uh, Fantastic. Uh, let's talk about your match against the Young Bucks uh, on the Jericho Cruise. How much does this match mean to you? Yeah, you can start it, Ortiz. Yeah, you want me to start it? Um, yeah. I, we've, uh, uh, we've set out goals for ourselves throughout our career, and uh, just wrestling each and every tag team, that's a legitimate tag team. We've wrestled the Briscoes over in Germany. We've wrestled... All the mostly all the old school New York City taxing guys, and just built up. And there's not many teams for us left to wrestle. And the Young Bucks has always been up there for us. Of course, they're definitely the 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 the, the top of the tag team wrestling scene. They're they're one of the uh, well, to um, to not go off too much of a tangent. They're they're one of the the elite uh, elite guys. That's why they have the team. They're elite. But uh, we've, we've set out so many goals for ourselves, and this is the one goal, like, right now, and that's going to take us to the next level. And we, we know wrestling them is, is going to put us in that spotlight and showing the world that what we can do uh, as far as just being able to, to match their skill and, and go toe-to-toe with them. And, and honestly, it's, it, it, it's very, very, very exciting. Like, we're so excited for it, and we're, we're training for it. Uh, it's just we we can't wait. I'm anxious. As you can see in the promo, I was jumping around. I want to do it right now. I'm ready to go. 
Yeah, and and uh, you know, like honestly, it's, it's, it's I'm so many people have wanted this match to happen years ago, and I'm so glad that it didn't, and I'm I'm really glad that it's happening now, where uh, you know, the both both teams are at the top of their their game, and and we're you know putting out some of the best stuff, and um, and yeah, it's 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 two of the best tag teams in the world, straight up going at it. And the fact that Impact Wrestling and uh, Ring of Honor are are putting this together, it's 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 like a rest a wrestler's wet dream. You know what I mean? Like every, <laughs> this is something huge, and it's something that that's never been done before, and 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 uh, is going to be really special. And the fact that it's happening on on Jericho's cruise is something amazing. You know, Jericho is one of our favorite wrestlers of all time, and he's done it all, and he's one of those uh, pro wrestling journeymen. And uh, the fact that, um, you know, he's he's willing to really make this happen and have everyone come together. And, yeah, it's, it's truly something special to us, man. Thank you, and best of luck. Thank you. Thank you. We'll follow that up with a question from Cornelius Conley. What does it feel like to be tag team champs without belts? <laughs> <laughs> Well, like you said, we're still tag team champs. Put it that way. Belt, yeah, belt, I mean, belt, we're still tag team champs. Three times at that. Yeah, we we, we as as much as uh, we very much are going to get our titles back, our belts back. You best believe. Uh, we don't we don't need the physical titles to be champions. Everyone knows who's the champs. Hi, guys. This is Nick Hausman from WrestleZone.com. Thanks so much for taking the time to chat today. Hey, how's it going, man? Good. Hey, man. Uh, yes, uh, good, to, good to chat with you guys. I, uh, I was wondering, um, you know, there's a lot of fresh blood in the company right now, a lot of fresh blood in the ring and backstage. Who are you finding yourself gravitating to most backstage right now for advice and uh, for ideas for the show? Oh, man. As far as backstage, it's there's so many, uh, so many people that, you know, have, have been, um, have offered such great advice and, and, you know, people that have been there a part of the company since, you know, the start, uh, especially guys like, uh, Abyss and, um, you know, uh, Sanjay and, uh, you know, who else, you know, Gail Kim, uh, so many people man like it, it's it's i feel like impact wrestling right now as far as backstage is is that it's best because everyone is is willing to uh teach and also everyone is willing to learn and i think that's that's the best thing ever and um and you know ortiz and i we've always prided ourselves um as as far as like being able to to we want to learn from everyone you know we want advice from everyone where we've never been the type to uh, shoot anyone down and, and, you know, like, oh, I don't, I don't need advice from this person or that person. Like, we're always striving to get better. We're always striving to learn from, from people that, that have made it and that have made a name for themselves and, and done, done a lot. And why, why wouldn't we? You know what I mean? Yeah, to kind of reiterate what uh, Santana just said, uh, just everyone, uh, 
Sanjay Dutt has played a big role in the, the LAX uh, storyline, uh, how's it been going so far. Like, his ideas, his love for, like, hip-hop and just, like, uh, just his vision. And, and it's just a collective effort, everybody. And, of course, Conan, uh, uh, Homicide, even before he did this turn. Like, there's so many mentors back there. Tommy Dreamer has multiple times pulled us aside and has given us advice that we've instantly changed the next match. And then just, we get it. it. Like, once we do it, we see the change, and we're like, oh, 100% we get it. And we love it. Like, those, those little things, those little nuances that sometimes you overlook when uh, you're going out there and you get caught up in the moment and how important those little nuances can be just to add it that much more. And, uh, yeah, uh, like you said, uh, Abyss, Tommy Dreamer, Sanjay, Got the more uh, Don Callis, or just everybody, just just even to go up to them for like two seconds, and they're just like, "Oh, that was great," but maybe try this, and it's dope. Uh, everyone, the backstage is, is one of the best that I've been at so far, and we've traveled all over, and uh, it's just cool. There's no walking in eight shows. Everybody's cool, and everybody's willing to work. Cool. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Yeah. We'll just take a question here from Lady Tuca, who would like to know, who are your wrestling idols? You want to go, Richie? What was that? Say that again. Who are your wrestling, wrestling idols? Wrestling idols? Uh, well, my my favorite wrestler of all time is Bret the Hitman Hart, and of course, you know, uh, Eddie Guerrero, and uh, the Chris Benoit's. There's a few, but my my idol idol I have to say Bret Hart. He was the one who who got me into wrestling. Uh, yeah, for me, definitely, of course, Eddie Guerrero. Uh, my number one of all time will always be, always be uh, Christopher Daniels. Uh, just his smoothness and his work in the ring, like just flawless. And the fact that he's still going and he's still putting on like five star matches at his age, and he's just like he's a vampire. <laughs> He just keeps going. Uh, but, yeah, I, and I just – I could go off on a tangent and start naming a bunch of people, Kenta Kobashi, Masawa. I'm more of a Japanese wrestling uh, uh, fan, and that's kind of what brought me into the world and made me want to be a wrestler. Takamichi Noku, Dick Togo, stuff like that. I love early 90s Michinoku Pro. Hey guys, this is Jeff from Highspot Podcast and HighspotPodcast.com. Let's go on, man. First of all, I just want to say it was great to see you guys wrestling the Bronx a few weeks back. Uh, and my question is, since you guys are the current Impact Tag Team Champions, you guys uh, you know tore the house down at Flammiversary. You're going to be in the Jericho Cruise. You're going to be in you know you're going to be in New York for Bound for Glory and all this stuff. Would you say this is probably the best year for you guys in your in your young careers? Uh, yeah, 100%, man. Like, uh, you know, every year for the past, I'd say for the past, you know, four years or so, every year has topped the last. And and that's that's great. We all, everyone wants progression, you know what I mean? And um, thankfully that we've been putting in the work to, to constantly progress year after year. But this is definitely, definitely a huge year for us in our careers. And, um, you know, and we're excited for it. And we're, we're excited to to end the year strong and just to look back and, and see everything that we've accomplished and, and things like that. Uh, yeah, definitely the best year by far. And I'm sure it's only going to get better and better. 
Yes, um, this is Wayne Benitez of Wrestling Effect the Radio. I just want to know um, um, what kind of hip-hop music y'all listen to when y'all in the gym or when y'all out there chilling. Um, um, what type of um, rap artist you listen to? And also, um, uh, how y'all prepare for a match like um, Young Bucks, basically the... Um, um, is it a very good experience working with the, um, um, a top team like Young Bucks, basically um, all around the New Japan and Ring of Honor scene? Um, and how will y'all approach that match coming up soon for Jericho's Cruise? So for the first for the first one, as far as hip hop, you know, at least for me personally, is always strictly old school hip hop, golden era. You know, the 90s was, was the hottest time to hip-hop, so I like, you know, a lot of Big Pun, a lot of Big E, a lot of, uh, you know, Wu-Tang, Nas, um, who else, The Locks, Rough Riders, uh, so many, so many greats. Um, right now, I've been really stuck and high into uh, Bodega Bams, which is, he's this uh, New York rapper, he, he's, he's been around for a little bit. And um, pretty much he's, he's holding it down, especially for the Latino community and, and hip-hop and, and in general, you know what I mean? He's, he, to me, he's like the, the new age coming of, of uh, big pun as far as holding it down for, for our culture and, and uh, being nasty on the mic. And, um, yeah, definitely check his stuff out. Um, but, yeah, man, just old school stuff strictly. Uh, yeah, for the first part, uh, for me... Uh, definitely, I, I, Bodega Bands, I've been listening to a lot of. Uh, Wu-Tang Clan, of course. Wu-Tang Clan is just a go-to to get hype and to get in the gym. Uh, I, I listen to, I have a very eclectic taste of music in general, so it kind of goes by my mood or something. But uh, Action Bronson, Logic, um, I love Common, uh, Lupe Fiasco, uh, yeah, uh, Kanye. I love Kanye, even though he's, he's crazy, but he's still a man. Uh, Nas, yeah, but I, I could go on forever. But definitely Wu-Tang Clan. Wu-Tang Clan is my go-to when I'm trying to get hyped in the gym. You want to answer the second part, Richie? Go ahead, go. Uh, and, yeah, just preparing for the Young Bucks just in the gym and, and just that match. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I was the Stairmaster and a lot of squats. Just trying to get that cardio up. <laughs> yeah, man, just... just uh... Just, just brushing up and 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 seeing how we could be different and seeing what what uh, what nastiness we could bring to the match and and we're really excited to to keep it going and like you said in the gym and and continuing to kill it you know. We'll go to a question from Jamie Z. What is the most valuable thing that Conan has taught you? Wow. He teaches us every time we're, you know, almost every day. You know what I mean? When, you know, damn, but the, uh, the most important piece of advice. Yeah, that's I a hard feel one. like, <laughs> huh? I said, yeah, that's a hard one. Go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you it's off. It's a hard one, but to me, um, 
especially knowing Conan's background and how he used to be and all this stuff, but and seeing how he is now and, and him mentoring us and teaching us, I feel like one of his, his most important pieces of advice were always stay humble, stay hungry, and be easy to work with. Be the person that everyone wants to work with, you know. Uh, yeah, to kind of reiterate a little bit on what he was saying, um, actually, you actually made me think of something. Uh, no matter what uh, the office throws at you, hit it out the park, no matter what it is. Uh, even if they tell you to dress up in uh, a chicken suit and and pluck around and, and do something, be the best at it, no matter what it is. Always hit it out the park. And if, and if, we have, if I have a little time, like a little quick story that he would always tell us, like this is going off of what Ortiz said, um, he would always tell us about the story when Eddie Guerrero first was brought the whole gimmick to be with China and do the whole Latino heat and it was more comedic and stuff like that. Uh, he would tell us that Eddie hated it. He, you know, Eddie always prided himself of being a serious wrestler and he didn't want to be a joke and laughed at and, and all this stuff. But then, you know, Conan had a talk with him and, and pretty much the same thing that he tells us is no matter what they throw at you, you make it gold and you make it your own. And um, yeah. as we all know, and, and, you know, history has proven, um, you know, he took that gimmick and, and made it gold and made it his own, and, and he was absolutely adored for it. So, uh, yeah. yeah, one of his greatest runs. Hey, guys, I'm Manuel Figueroa from Last World on Pro Wrestling. You guys were talking about your Latin roots, and back in last summer, you guys had the best match in Puerto Rico. Are there plans of coming back, or just was one 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 deal thing? Now, well, honestly, wrestling in Puerto Rico was one of the greatest greatest experience we've ever had, in not just in pro wrestling but in our lives. You know, um, being a part of the culture and and going over there and kicking it with everyone and and um, having the respect of, of what you're putting out and what you're doing. Um, so uh, we definitely don't want it to be a last time thing. We all know, you know, the hurricane happened and, and a lot of things were, the island was pretty much tossed upside down and, um, you know, everyone's still, still recovering up. and everyone is still recovering and, and still, you know, trying to, uh, trying to uh, keep things going. So definitely when the opportunity comes and, and we definitely want to make it happen and return to the island. Yeah, 100%. Uh, it, it was definitely uh, one of those uh, highlights in our career so far, and uh, we would love to go back on a regular basis, a semi-regular basis, if our uh, schedule allows it. Uh, and it's just a matter of timing, uh, and hopefully everything falls into place and we can meet it back sooner than later. Hello, guys. This is Aaron Barbel from Wrestling Inc. Thank you so much for um, doing this. Now, your, congratulations on your storyline with the OGs and your anniversary match. Now, after such a brutal encounter, where do you see an escalation from a 51-50 street fight? Honestly, there's no other place to go than legit to the streets. That's, uh, I mean, you know, knowing all of our backgrounds, we, we 
you know, we've all had to come up in some of the worst conditions in, in New York City, in some of the worst neighborhoods. And, uh, you know, we've all experienced some, some real tough things. But uh, to me, I don't think um, as far as where this feud is, is going and, and what we've done so far, I don't think a building and a ring is going to be able to contain, you know, what we're going to do and what we're about to do. So, yeah, I think that's totally the next step is, is taking it to the street legitimate. I say put us in a cage. <laughs> 100%. Lock us up. Put us in the cage and just let us go at it and just brutalize each other. I want a cage. Thanks so much. <laughs> no problem. Hey guys, I'm Manuel Figueroa back again from Left World Pro Wrestling. Uh, before you uh, you you became LAX, you described your your wrestling style as laid back, and then in, when LAX with you guys started, you described aggress uh, it was an aggressive style. Do does that that style has changed, or did you guys find a balance between laid back and aggressive since uh, the, this new age in Impact Wrestling? So, uh, as, yeah, get it, go ahead, go ahead. All right. Uh, well, for me personally, uh, just generally, like, the way I like to wrestle, I'm very – I like to have, be a variety act. I like to have the strong style. I like to have the comedy. I like to do the lucha. And uh, more for Santana, he, the aggressive style is more where he's at, that, that hard-hitting style. And I think that that, that, um, that contrast is what makes us special as a tag team. For me, when I first when we first got to Impact, I was kind of taken out out of my uh, my comfort zone uh, because, like I said, I, I, I'm more of a comedic uh, showsman, uh, but I also like to do the hard hitting when when it calls for it. Um, so I I needed to find my footing. I feel now way more comfortable uh, doing the LA working at it. I'm still like watching back video and trying to tweak things and try things differently. I, I think the transition was, was easier for Santana than it was for me. And I'm still learning. I'm still trying to find my footing. But I, I think I found a good balance in between. But uh, I'm working at it every day. Every time we, we do indie shows and we do other shows, I'm constantly trying new things and I'm constantly trying to tweak my, uh, my wrestling style. I'm, uh, I'm my, my worst, worst critic. And Santana is too. <laughs> Yeah, same thing he said. <laughs> there you go. Take a question here from Chris Beadle. I'd like to know, uh, out of every tag team you faced, which taught you the most? Um, uh, wrestling the Hardys and Dullies. Honestly, for me, I don't know what the what it'd be for Santana, but uh, just seeing uh, how the crowd reacts to someone on their level, like they're definitely on another level. The legends in the tag team game, and uh, just seeing how they they, they they go in there and how they they react to the crowd, the little nuances. For me, definitely, that was one of the the, the teams to kind of take it to the next level. And also, I would have to throw it out there. Uh, Super Smash Brothers uh, from um, Canada, 
uh, just wrestling that style. Like they they wrestled a lot of uh, they did a lot of Dragon Gate USA and stuff like that. Again, that goes back to what I said earlier about loving early '90s Michinoku pro wrestling, and then going up to C4 uh, for the first time, we got to do a little mini feud with them. And just going in and being able to wrestle that style definitely got us a lot better at doing that, like, high-paced uh, indie style, I would say, of, of match. And then wrestling the Hardys and Dullies was just, like, a different level. And, like, learning from them was just like, oh, wow, like, this is why you do this and this is why you do that. <laughs> yeah, and what's great is that we got to wrestle them together in the same match. So we got, you know, we had we had so much knowledge being shared and passed and and uh, I'm thankful and, and, and forever grateful to, to all four of those guys for uh, even after the match taking the time to sit with us and talk with us and, and share advice and, uh, and you know, stuff like that is, is forever, you know, appreciated. And, um, yeah, Super Smash Brothers, definitely a team that, that helped us, you know, get get our style together and, and really took us to the limit as far as the style goes. and. And also another tag team that I'll have to say is uh, the American Wolves, man. Uh, the yeah. American Wolves wrestling those dudes, um, yeah, was just on another level, and and they taught us the the art of nonstop. You know what I mean? You're you're yeah. you're kicking a guy's ass. You ain't gonna take a break from kicking that guy's ass. You're gonna keep kicking that guy's ass until one he's not moving, or two he starts to fight back, and. Um, uh, yeah, and the same thing with them, you know, both those guys after the match, you know, it was it was a grueling match. We went at it uh, for, for what, almost 30 minutes in the main event. And, um, you know, it was total back and forth. And after the match, you know, they got they sat with us and, and shared their advice. And, and uh, yeah, man, forever grateful. Uh, yeah, I just uh, to, to kind of go back on an earlier question, I forgot who asked it, and then just – about learning and getting advice. Uh, just after the American Wolves match, you maybe think something. I, I, I was still trying to fight my comedicness, and then, like, Davey put me to the side and was just like, don't do that there, especially at this point of the match. And, like, it just clicked for me. Like, just my natural uh, want and need to be, like, comedic and, and stuff. But in certain matches, it definitely doesn't call for it, and it kind of takes away from it, that atmosphere, when, when you want that, like, that fight where, where everyone's really into it and it, and it just like, it, it, you're in the zone. And then when you kind of do something comedic, you kind of come out that zone and you kind of kill the momentum a little bit. That was a huge learning experience wrestling with them. Hey, uh, this is Riju from Sportsfeeder again. My question is both of you spoke about your own match at Slammiversary and it was uh, pretty fantastic. But uh, this is a question for both of you. What matches did you enjoy watching as fans of pro wrestling? On on Slammiversary or just in general? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, on Slammiversary. Slammiversary? The... Sammy and Pentagon was, was another another great match that we saw, um, you know, they, like, every match delivered and every match on Slammiversary um, had its place and they delivered what they needed to deliver. So, um, that's a that's a real tough question. It was, the whole show top to bottom was, was amazing. Um, 
I got to watch it back a few days after when I got home. And, um, yeah, I, I, that's a tough question. Uh, for me, yeah, I, I would honestly, say, honestly speaking, <laughs> for me, I would say uh, uh, the um, Phoenix, um, Johnny Impact, was a PD, and Ishimori. who's a Seidel? Ishimori. Oh, oh, Ishimori, yeah, Ishimori, yes. That, just to go back, that that's the style of wrestling I love, that high impact, go, 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 like doing crazy, innovative style of wrestling. So, like, just for me as the type of wrestling fan that I, that I am, that match definitely stood out for me. And, like, those are the type of matches I like to do. Those are the type of matches I like to watch that entertainment the most. Not taken away from anyone else. Like you said, Penta and Sammy was dope. Uh, no matter what we feel about OVE, like, they definitely went out there and they, they killed it. Like, and to go off of what Santana was saying, everybody killed it. Everyone put in their effort. And I'm, all, I'm always hyped to see Sue Young. I just love her character. Just the face paint in, the, in her facials is dope. Yeah, and then and then not only that, but Slammiversary was honestly, <laughs> honestly speaking, the the like one of the first pay-per-views that I actually watched like from beginning to end and in a long time and I enjoyed the entire show like I you know usually I'll watch wrestling and I'll skip through some things and I'll you know fast forward or whatever but um like I watched straight through and I was I was you know hooked straight through and uh you know it, it was it was definitely a good experience to, to go back and watch it Thank you. Hey, hey, Riju, before we let you go, we'll, we'll take LA out of the equation. What was your uh, favorite time anniversary match? Um, probably the uh, Pentagon and Sami Kalyan match. I think it is the one of the best matches I've watched this year. All righty. Thank you. Well, actually, it's a pretty good segue to a question we got from Samuel Mackey. He wants to know, is, uh, are you guys LAX interested in mixing it up with the Lucha Brothers? Actually, actually, we have twice. Uh, one time in California for uh, Bar Wrestling, and uh, one time in, uh, in Massachusetts for uh, Beyond Wrestling. And um, both times we, we shut it down. Like, like, those are two dudes that are, they have one speed, just like us. And it was... Uh, it was great to um to be in there with those dudes. So definitely go and seek those matches out. Uh yeah, definitely yes, yes. We yeah. would wrestle them a hundred times. Their two of the their talent is insane. It's just it's dope. It's crazy being in the ring with, with talent like that. Like they can literally wrestle themselves. You don't have to do much. And just being in there with them, like it takes me mentally to another level. Like you can ask Santana. Sometimes I go into matches and I'm like, eh, all right, let's rock and roll. But with them, I'm always in the zone, not taking away from any of our other opponents. It's just, you know, just I'm an old man now. So it's hard to kind of get me to, to rock and roll. But when I'm facing off against them, it's just I'm in another level. I'm, I'm psyched out, and I love it. Hey, guys, it's Morgan Richards from Bridge. You're here. Every card is here again. Uh, so I just you mentioned earlier on that you really always set yourself goals throughout your career. Of course, you've got a very busy period coming up now, but is there any little things in between that you've kind of got your eyes on that you want to kind of get done? Uh, yeah, I mean, 
like we said, we're always striving to to get better and striving to um to elevate ourselves, not just in the ring, but in general, as far as our brand and as far as individuals. Um, but honestly, um, one of our main goals is is to head to Japan and to uh, to mix it up with the talent over there. I mean, you know, bar none, those those are some of the greatest wrestlers in the world today and to be able to go and, and step foot in the ring with those guys and to learn from all those guys it would definitely um you know be a, a a great experience for us and it's definitely one of our our top goals heading to to japan and and doing all that uh yeah d- definitely going to the japan and if i make it over there i don't think i'm ever going to come back i think i'm going to get uh <laughs> i'm going to have to figure out some uh legal dispute with my contract because I don't think I'm gonna even I'm just never gonna come back. I'm just gonna stay there forever. <laughs> In other words, I'm screwed. <laughs> Three and cheers guys. Yeah, cheers. Finally, we'll take a uh, one last question here from Michael Tapps who would like to know would you guys be interested in defending in an ultimate X match? And are there any match types you've never participated in that you would like to? Ultimate X was always one of our favorite matches growing up. And, and I mean, just seeing everyone's uh, innovation, I feel like every time that match was put on the card and, and everyone in that match always thought of, of ways to be innovative and do something different and, and stand out. So, um we would definitely, definitely be interested in, in doing a... Has there ever been a tag team Ultimate X match? I, I mean, I'm trying to think back. I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, well, because it was mostly uh, for the hey, Activision title. Well, listen up. I think it's <laughs> to, to make history again in the first ever uh, tag team Ultimate X if it, haven't, if it hasn't been done already. Um, yeah. And... Uh, what was what was the other part? I think it was what other type of match would you want to do? Other? Oh, we haven't, we haven't done we haven't done a cage match, right? We haven't done uh, we haven't done a scaffold match. <laughs> oh, that's I think that's what we should have done with. Uh,